0: Geeksters, this is episode fifty-four, part two. I'm your host Ed,
1: and I'm your host Sean, and I'm back.
0: Oh, yes, welcome back. Thanks. I heard you found Princess Peach for Mario. I knew where
1: she was months ago. Really? Yeah. Where was she? She's my place. <laughs> I'm gonna give it to the old Bowser. <laughs> That's yes, what I'm giving her. I'm giving her the Bowser. <laughs> That's where she says Oh help me I'm in a castle And then she slides down My flagpole <laughs> But don't tell Don't tell Mario <laughs> Oh no no I'll, I'll keep that I'm secret. telling you She's got no interest In that guy <laughs> Really None Is that Why do you she- think She's always moving Around <laughs> yeah. different castles
0: That's what I was going to say Is that why she Moved around the castle, yep. castle
1: There you go Yeah she's a castle whore <laughs> She kind of goes From place to place If it's not Luigi It's me If it's not me It's Bowser <laughs> But, you know, bro, she's, a she's a rotisserie. She's a rotisserie. She keeps going round and round. She keeps going place to place. I think she's even shacks up with Miss Pac-Man every now and again. Wow. Yeah, Princess Peach goes both ways.
0: <laughs> the things you don't know until That's you right. find out.
1: <laughs> you know who told me that? No, who did? Pac-Man. Get out. Yeah, well, you mm-hmm. know him and Miss Pac-Man are married. Yeah. But P- Princess Peach comes in and they do a little, you know... Little gobble-gobble, you know. Gobble-gobble. <laughs> Worker, she, she, you know, she usually, because she's got the pink suit, she, they think she's Pinky the Ghost, and she runs around the yeah. the house chasing Mrs. Pac-Man, and Mr. Pac-Man comes and goes, what you doing with my wife? <laughs> and then she's like, oh, no. And then next, you know, they tie her up to the bed, and Mrs. Pac-Man, <laughs> while Mr. Pac-Man films it. <laughs> mm-hmm. I got the whole collection. I was saying. On Blu ray <laughs> <Blu-ray>. Special edition. <laughs> Comes with bonus features.
0: Does it come with an alternate uh audio track?
1: They do a commentary. Yeah, do? You? Yeah. Mrs. Pac Man and Mr. Pac Man. Yeah. And Pac Man and Ms. Pac Man. Yeah, okay. Even though she's not Ms. Pac Man, she's stare her stage name, so she has to kinda of stick with it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, like I said, whew, that Peach is a goer. <laughs> whew. Anyway. <laughs> so this part two, we talk uh, nerd news, right?
0: Nerd news, yes. There was two articles that I think were kind of like a bitch fest in a way. You know, of course the the creator of the uh, well, not creator, but wrote a lot of stories for the Agents of, of Shield.
1: Yeah, one of the writers for Shield back in the '60s and '70s bitched about the TV show, dude. Times have changed. That's what I said on the show. I'll say it again. So if you're listening. Times have changed, man. It's not... It's over 50 years. The spy game's changed, and... Uh, you know what? To each his own, buddy. Yeah. Keep Shut your pie hole. That's what I'm saying.
0: <laughs> and, of course, the other one was the woman that went to the
1: POMCON and complained about it. You know what? I want to say something else, too, about this guy. You know what? Right. Back in your day, Nick Fury was white. <laughs> All right? Because you couldn't have the forward, wayward thinking and making him black. Yeah. So, there you go, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> How you like them apples?
0: There you go.
1: I got a shield for you.
0: You got a what for I you?
1: I got a shield for you. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you said something
0: else. <laughs> no. Hey, Still well, didn't change the dynamic of no, it. But. No,
1: Yeah, Hey, shield. When I, a little later on, maybe I'll think what I can make shield stand for. There you, you go.
0: <laughs> give me some time. Give me yeah, some, give you some time.
1: <laughs> like, Stupid head. Everyone I is delusional. <laughs> there you go. There you go. I've read the L <laughs> Loves <laughs> Dames. <laughs> <laughs> well, <clears> throat> not, throat> not much of an acronym, but <laughs> yeah. we're working on it. Yeah. <laughs> <We're> working five <for laughs> years. <laughs> So I uh, hope you enjoy part two of episode 54, and we'll be back in a bit. Peace. Enjoy. Oh, and yeah, uh, that's it. No, I was <laughs> going to do the whole sign-off, but hey, it's later. <laughs> what do I know? I'm too exhausted from Princess Peach. It's just, whew, bitch wears me out.
0: <laughs> well,
1: enjoy part two. She's always ask me to eat this mushroom.
0: And we're back. We're all Geeksters on AquanetRadio.com.
1: Yes, or com. Yes. Just search out Aquanet Radio and you'll find us. Right now, I'm just updating our Facebook, Geeksters. Just letting people know that we're out there partying like rock stars, yo. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, now I guess we're on the nerd news. Let's do
0: the nerd news.
1: Nerd news. Okay, what's up?
0: Serenity getting a new sequel, sort of, that will, happens, tells what, that will tell what happens next. Whew,
1: boy, You want to try that again for those people who are just listening? Okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Serenity getting a sequel, sort of, that will tell what happens
1: next. Okay. Now, I'm going to go on record and go, you know, uh, tell me what the article is.
0: Well, sure you know Josh Sweden's busy with Avengers Age of Ultron and the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., but what you didn't know is he's still continuing the adventures of the Serenity crew that has not come to an end.
1: Um. Okay, I'm going to say for the record, I knew that because they've been making Firefly comic books for, oh, I don't know, the last five years.
0: <laughs> well, they were saying here in the article that, uh, yes, they have made Firefly comics, but this is going to be the continuation from the show.
1: Okay, so for those people who haven't seen Serenity, a couple of major characters might have... Not made it through the movie, yes, so what if my favorite character? I don't know, I'm kind of iffy about it because as much as I love Firefly, I love the ensemble cast, mm-hmm. and some of those people in Serenity, spoiler, didn't quite make it at the end of the movie, yes, some of them I really enjoyed and really liked. Why would I want to read the comic book about that Those the further the further adventures of half a crew?:
0: Yes well, yeah. you never know.
1: I guess. I don't know. I mean...
0: Um, I mean, mean, in the comic world, you could figure out a way to bring those characters back.
1: I don't think they're going to do something like that. You don't think so? No. I think it's going to be because, according to the comic book, Zoe's pregnant, you know, so it's going to be like, oh, the birth of the baby. Mm -hmm. I just, no. I think it's going to be like, I think it's going to be a one-shotter, to be quite honest. It's not going to be like the continuation that tends to do like a mini-series. Right. And then put it together as a comic book, like... What they might have done with Buffy or Angel, mm-hmm. I, I don't think it'll be a, an ongoing. I'd be surprised. It depends on how well it sells, I guess.
0: Right, that's that's the key. I mean, it's just how well you know how many, how huge the Firefly industry are out there, you know, the fans are out there that will be willing to buy this comic book and continue reading on a monthly basis to see how it works out.
1: Well, I mean, I'd be interested in seeing how like they handle like the grieving process, mm-hmm. but I don't know if it's like it's it's not exactly right after the movie it's obviously eight or nine months down the line because there's always Prygers. Yeah, You know, so they've kind of glanced, glanced over the whole, like, hey, grieving process. How did they get away? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. I mean, yay, good on them. But like I said, Firefly comic book's been out since this show got off the air. So, yeah, all right. Uh, it's, to me, it's a eh, story. I mean, not, not, not slamming them, just in general. The story itself is like, Okay, I mean, if I didn't know they were making Firefly comic books, I might be like, ooh, and I really like Serenity, but I'm also really kind of happy where it just ended like that. Okay. To me, it was like a good bookend of you had the show, and the movie kind of gave you that final adventure. Mm-hmm. And I feel like you don't need any more after that, because you can do comic books to fill in those gaps and have other, and I'd rather see the whole crew together versus half the crew not being there. Okay. It's eh. yeah. that's, that's like... um that would be like killing off Spock and McCoy in Star Trek and then still doing a a comic book about Kirk's adventures okay that's yeah. I
0: mean you know that's just every fan's different so you never would you know. be
1: interested in seeing it no okay so <laughs> way to be no I think Sean you might be wrong I think it depends do you feel that way well I'm I
0: don't speak for myself I speak for
1: you don't speak for yourself no you speak for everybody I try to speak for everybody <laughs>
0: You know, right. you're not the only opinion that counts. Oh
1: know. yeah, I know, but <laughs> mine's the only one that matters. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, I had flashbacks. I, I, I we it? I got possessed by other people. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're right. I mean, like if if it's someone's te- if it's someone's bag, baby, I'm not going to stop them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. What else? What else is next? Now, speaking
0: of spoilers, this is going to be a major spoiler. So if you people are Man of Steel fans who still haven't seen it yet I, and waiting.
1: Okay, let's, let's be honest. DVD comes out, Blu-ray comes out on 11, 12, 13. That's yes. November 12, 2013. Yeah. I don't think there's many people who haven't seen the movie that wanted to see the movie. Okay. I'd be surprised. So, however, the, that being said, um, spoiler, spoiler, <laughs> so I'm going to whisper it. Ready? Uh, <laughs> you don't remember who? I don't remember who. Just... It's, it's called Build Up for Anticipation. Uh, uh, uh. I'm a Rocky Horror fan. You have not know, shiver with anticipation. Okay, now shh. Everybody getting close. Okay. Superman kills Zod.
0: Shh. Did you get that?
1: Anyway, so...
0: So David Goyer uh, defends the highly controversial Man of Steel killing, is the title of the news article. See, you shouldn't
1: just, just, just let it go. Oh, oh. yeah. Okay. You just, you know. Okay, well, he was at uh, a... You don't have to whisper oh, this no. part. <laughs> God, you don't know how to do this, do you? The whole, psst, buddy. <laughs> Come here. Superman kills side. So in this article, <laughs> where David Goyer talks about the controversial ending of Man of Steel. Yes. He basically says that the situation with Zod is I'm not going to stop until you kill me or I kill you. All right? Yeah, I'm okay. So he also says, for those people who kind of blocked out what I whispered, that, that Superman kills Zod. <laughs> that he says, basically, our movie was in a way as Superman begins. He's not really Superman until the end of the film. We wanted to have him had that experience of having... Boop! And carry that through onto the next films. Because he's Superman, and because people idolize him, he will have to hold himself to a higher standard. Okay. Now...
0: I still say it's bullshit, but...
1: uh, Now, let's see. Now, I'm going to say... Bite me, because for those people who have listened to, those people who have listened to our mm-hmm. podcast, Geeks is available on iTunes or our website, uh, wordswithgeeks.com. dot com. Yes, we had a whole episode designed about the whole Man of Steel movie. Yes. basically spoiler heavy for those people who are interested in listening. Yes, who have seen the movie and are interested in listening. Listening. Those people who haven't seen the movie. Guess what? Superman kills side. <laughs> so, so now, what happens is. Is that, you know, in my eyes, I was like, well, you, need, you needed that. Right. You were like, no, Superman's been around for 75 years and we hold him to a higher standard because he's so super and so good. <laughs> and I'm like, you're absolutely. <laughs> Close, but yeah, that's pretty much you're it. You're absolutely all right. I agree. He should be a higher standard. But until Man of Steel, he wasn't Superman. Right. You have to push away those 75 years for now. Okay, And he needs that initial adventure to be introduced into the world because he's a fuck-up. He doesn't know how to handle the suit yet. It's like Greatest American Hero, <laughs> Superman edition. <laughs> he loses the manual. Believe it or not, I'm walking on air. My dad told me how to wear this suit. You know, I was just saying, I mean, he didn't know how to handle mm. it because I mean, he's new. Yes. So, of course, he's going to slam in the buildings willy-nilly <laughs> and kill massive destruction again you got to break a few eggs to make an omelet (laughs) you killed a hundred thousand people to save nine billion right you know what i'm okay with those odds granted now but again he doesn't know how to handle it so therefore for the sequel you know ben affleck will tell him you know (laughs) this is the reason why you should be held to a higher standard because you are better than us because you are godlike in some ways right you know People go, oh, well, why didn't he just fly on the movie? Because in this version, Superman doesn't fly to the moon. You don't know what his, the extent of, he doesn't know what the extent of his powers are. Yes. Because I don't think you really, did you see him fly out in the atmosphere? Did he do the old fly by the world, wink, nod to you? No, he didn't do that. Yeah. You know, it was just kind of like a, are you trying to find out where I hang my cape? Mop, mop, mop. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I mean, again, I love the movie. I thought it was great. And I think you needed the ending where and, you know, and I think that that, for the sequel, you're going to have people resent him mm-hmm. and hate him, and it'll make more of a character building, uh, you know, in the next movie. Right. But you need that initial, like, I, I, I don't know what to do here. I, this is my only choice, either to kill Zod or let millions of other people kill, get killed. The, right. Destroy the world is about to be destroyed and turn into a crypt time. Okay. You know, it's it's either him or them, and I choose the lesser of the two evils mm-hmm. by sacrificing by killing Zod and <laughs> letting it go. Like, and people are just walking out going, you know, there's too much destruction. And, and I didn't
0: care about any of that.
1: I really didn't. You just cared about the whole the killing, killing God.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that was that bothered me to no end, and I don't know why. Because I'm not really a huge Superman fan. I so... think he's a bitch, so that's very... <laughs> I mean I play devil's advocate to you when <laughs>
1: Oh, I know. When you, yeah. When you complain about it, I'm like, wow, he's a great guy." <laughs> oh gosh, garley G Willickers, Superman's all American. <laughs> uh, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> <laughs> all right, what's uh, so anyway. So he basically defends himself. Something I said in our podcast was that yeah. it's his first time. Yeah. You know, he's going to make mistakes because he doesn't know what's right from wrong. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, if if Fuck, you let him go. Let it go. Let it slide. <laughs> it wasn't your brother. Your brother might have gotten killed like in the you know, when Metropolis fell down. But you know what? I'm just saying, like, you know, hey, guess what? It's his first time. Let it slide. You know? So uh sorry I was thinking about the, the... Yeah. So all right, so uh basically David Guerrero says, You know what? Yeah, we realized we were going in knowing he was gonna Kellzod. But <laughs> it, you'll see how it affects him later on. Something I said in our podcast. That's right. Geeksters on iTunes and com. Look at me. I'm a plug-in machine. <laughs> what, what? <laughs> and for those people who are joining us live on AquanetRadio.com, you can also, for those people who are interested in strapped down to their chair and got nothing better to do but to watch a screen for the next couple hours, we're on Ustream, actually, now. Yes, we Ustream. are. com. Just search out Aquanet Radio oh, and uh, you'll see me. I'm Sean... And that's it. Okay. Not stupid stuff. (laughs) you done. No. (laughs) We're supposed to be semi-professional broadcasters here. (laughs) Very heavy on (laughs) these (laughs) semi-professional.
0: We're stretching the word semi-professional.
1: As far as I'm concerned, word semi. Meep, meep. (laughs) All aboard the Superman hang train. (laughs) All right. So what else you got next?
0: Why Marvel legend Jim Sharanko was disappointed in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.
1: Okay, I read this one. Now go ahead and get me pissed off. (laughs) Tell the audience at home who are listening to us what Mr. Stranko has to say about Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Well, as you know, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. premiered this
0: week, and there's a pretty large audience that actually saw the show. And legend Jim Sharanko is one of the ones watching it. Hold on for a second.
1: Pretty large audience? Yeah. It was the number one rated show of all time for a premiere episode. That's no that's no small feat, considering Blacklist, the night before, was the highest rated one. Yes. So, I guess it was uh, CBS, I think, is Blacklist? I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Let me just put it this way. Blacklist was, was sitting all high and snobby going, look at us, we had a great show, woohoo!" And all of a sudden, bam! Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. bitch slapped it. There you go. <laughs> so, uh... So now this guy...
0: So the thing is, you, what you know about this, why he's they're bringing him up on this whole idea was the fact is is that he's truly responsible for the, a lot of the stories in the 60s and 70s with Nick Fury and Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Okay. So he was a big, big part of the comic book series when it was uh, out and debuted. And okay. So he's been around for a while. And uh, he says that uh, he felt the show was... Uh, it's a series about ordinary people. Somewhat echoing the Hitchcock approach, ordinary people in extraordinary circumstances, perhaps in this case, ordinary may be not enough, warrant audience to interest in the, and loyalty. Wow, really?
1: Again, I'll translate. Yes, thank you. He basically said that, uh, oh, uh, let's see, the show's creators have gone on record to point out that the series is about ordinary people, Someone echoing the Hitchcockian approach which is basically Hitchcock's been known to actually take, like, Joe Schmo Mm -hmm. and throw him in a situation where all shit's about to go down and it's how the everyday man overcomes unordinary situations. Okay. Okay? So then he basically continues on by saying that uh, perhaps in this case, ordinary may not be enough to warrant audience interest and loyalty. So basically what he's saying is no one wants to watch ordinary people do extraordinary shit or be thrown – like. He doesn't want Joe Average to be a spy. First of all, I don't think they're average people. They're spies. They're right. they're like, yeah, they don't have abilities, but they're not, I would say they're not average like you and I. Yeah. They are probably extraordinary in comparison to us.
0: Right. It's not like we could go to like, say like the real world, like go to the FBI and go, yeah, we want to join the FBI. They'd be like, yeah, sure. Come on. And yeah. be like, golly, mister.
1: <laughs> I want to be a FBI, FBI I profiler. I want to be a G-man. Can I get a shield? <laughs> and they're like, yeah, yeah, sure, 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 sure. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, in comparison from us to them, we're the ordinary ones and they're the ex- extraordinary ones. Yeah. But in the Marvel world, they would be actually considered ordinary compared to Thor, Iron Man, Captain America. Mm-hmm. Granted, but that doesn't necessarily mean that it's not going to warrant it because as a viewer, those guys are doing shit I know I can't do. Right. I would love to be able to kind of have myself a flying car.
0: Yeah, that'd be sweet. A
1: la Marty McFly. <laughs> <laughs> Marty, we've got superheroes to find. <laughs> all right. Oh, He also goes to say this kind of a... He said, additionally, the pilot was riddled with inscrutable, distracting moments. Did anyone notice all the women were cookie-cuttered, dressed the same, looked the same, had the same kind of edge, possibly more than their male counterparts? In the Act 1 apartment fight scene, Orchestrated in the born manner, <laughs> could anyone determine who was doing what to whom? All those black suits. Anyone wonder how the superhero hooded hero could be so easily tailed? Perhaps for days by a hot babe sky. And Wait, why I, did, did he watch this show? Uh, well, okay. <laughs> uh, and why didn't the shield interrogators at least get her last name? Not to mention her phone number. Okay. This is what pisses me off about the whole... The, I mean, okay, yes. He wrote for the comic book. Yes. 50 fucking years ago. <laughs> okay, does this guy know anything about the internet and know about the advancements in kind of like technology we've other than the James Bond-esque shield yeah. of the 70s and 60s? I, I mean, Sky obviously isn't her real fucking name. So that's why she doesn't have a last name. It's like share. <laughs> okay. Well, how do you know they didn't? I mean, they just just because it
0: wasn't presented to you. I mean, there's a lot of times you say like movies, it's like just because it didn't they didn't spell it out for you right there and right then and there doesn't mean it didn't happen. The,
1: uh, sometimes the the person creating the show allows the audience to take leaps in logic. That right. You can fill in the holes. You don't need to see somebody at a computer going, This is Sky's full name. Right. Because Sky's her handle, her hacker name. Right. That's how I say it. And the reason why she's been able to follow, what do you call it, gun from Angel uh-huh. for so long, whether it be a day or two days or three days, is because he's trying to be under the radar. It's not like he's busted indoors, going, dun, 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 I'm a superhero. Right. He's trying to keep a low profile. So as a low profile, he's not going to be doing anything extraordinary. So you probably could follow him. Probably. Yeah. I'm willing to take that leap in logic that if she's this smart to be able to do this whole network of the rise and tide, that she should be able to kind of tell one guy. Yeah. In a bus because apparently she lives at her van. Right. She's semi homeless. <laughs> and, and, and as far as the fight scenes and the, the born identity kind of theme, you know what? That actually worked well. Yeah. I think it worked well. I enjoyed it. I, I thought, I mean, I might as well, since we're going to be in the third hour, so I'll take this moment to talk about S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah.
0: Well, let's, let's not. Let's wait for the third hour.
1: Oh, you tease. Yes. Oh, those people who are listening who are sitting there going, I want to hear about S.H.I.E.L.D. According to Ed, you have to wait. At least another 20, 25 minutes. There you go. All right. So what else we got?
0: Geeks fight back after journalist trashes con and shames cosplayers.
1: Okay, now I read this one. Yes, I want to read this one. Can yes. I read this you? one?
0: Go ahead, right ahead. Okay, I knew you were enjoying it when we. Were I was yeah, cause,
1: and I was, first I was I was enjoying it for the lack of structure as far as an article goes because this guy Dan Roth from wherever he I don't know what website you got it off of.
0: I just want to get of a blaster. Okay, from Sci-Fi's website.
1: He doesn't quote the actual article. I mean, he okay, he doesn't put quotes in the article, right? So you don't know when he's talking or when this reporter is talking. Okay, so it all kind of blends into one big mishmash of bullshit, right? Basically, what happens is is that this uh, woman, um, Ali Conti, mm-hmm. she went to her first Comic Con. It wasn't the San Diego Comic Con. It was the Palm Con. Wherever that is. I'll be honest. I have no idea where that's at. Yeah. Palm Beach, New Times. I guess it's um, the Palm Palm Beach, Florida, I guess. I I would guess. That would be my guess. Okay. So again, this is why we need an Alfred. Yeah. Alfred! Google that shit. And nothing. So, basically, <laughs> she goes to slam on in her article. It's basically, Palm Con is one of the most depressing places I've ever been in my life. It's basically like going to a mall in which every store sells the same couple of dust-covered items and every person looks like they work at Hot Topic. I had sort of high hopes for my first comic book convention, not because I like comics, ew, but because I really love dumb hats and costumes. (coughs) Unfortunately, not many people at PomCom were interested in dressing up, and quite a few looked like they had stumbled inside on accident. So so how can she – okay, now, now the guy who wrote this, Dan Roth, really mm. should – yeah. I'm not going to start an internet war with this douche. He basically says, how could she – how could Conti know PompCon's the most depressing kind in history if it's her first one? Mm-hmm. Obviously, logical choice. Way to be way – to, way to be logical, dude. <laughs> um, But throwing in a little hyperbole of your title to attract readers. So then she continues on in this article. Right. And says – Every Halloween, there's a girl who decides to dress like a sexy Dalai Lama or a sexy pickle, or something. It doesn't make sense, but people don't pla- complain because boobs. Nerd events are apparently no different. PomCon was this woman's first convention, and she wasn't dressed as anything in particular. That didn't stop countless older men from taking lots and lots of creep shots of her. Uh, okay, well, number one... What does the girl at Halloween have to do with the girl at the con? Right. Like, what was she wearing?
0: Right. And and, and, and how do you know that it wasn't something in particular? I mean, did she go up and ask her? doesn't really say in the article. But my point is, it's like it could have been like a Princess Leia. I, you know? And it's just like, you know, I didn't see Star Wars. It's like, yeah. Okay, yeah, okay, here. bitch.
1: And why are you even there? Because I like silly hats. Again, <sighs> ugh. so then she um, apparently... She took she takes a dig not only did the take a dig at the innocent Kai's player, but she also decided that people taking photos of her must be creepy. Um I guess, you know. You so like so basically, people were starting to bitch about it. Mm-hmm. They compared it to some of some say the article was equivalent to a steakhouse being reviewed by a vegan. <laughs> <laughs> Which I think it's cute. Yeah. But the cosplayer that that, that, that the, the costume was talking about actually t- pipes in herself, mm. and she says, first, I told you it was the second convention I ever att- I've ever been to. But more importantly, that I wrote, the, I wore the same costume to the first convention." I think what bothers me most about this is your attitude towards what other women choose to wear. Other than my cleavage, which I will admit I have ample <laughs> amounts of, <laughs> I was very covered compared to some other women there, and yet it was me. That caught your ire, and I have to ask why. Why was it the size of my boobs? Really, I wouldn't make them smaller if I could. My back kills at the end of a workday, but I think it's a bigger problem than that. The bigger problem is women like you who feel the need to try to slut shame or put down other women who make the conscious and consensual decision to show off their bodies. It shows nothing but narrow-mindedness and general lack of maturity on your part and does nothing but hurt the women around you. When women attack other women, as you did here, it holds back our gender as a whole and proves the stereotypes right. Hmm. <laughs> I got to agree with her. Yeah. I no, agree with her. Yeah. Because right. yeah. I am such an advocate about pointing out people's passive aggressive sexism. Mm-hmm. Like we've, we've talked about this before in our podcast about how as soon as Wonder Woman can do whatever a man could do, throw pants on the bitch. Right. You know what? No, that's being sexist. The moment you want a male, like, she's a beautiful, strong, independent woman that can kick ass wearing whatever she wants to wear. Mm -hmm. Why do you feel the need to have to gender fire by putting pants on her? That, to me, makes you a sexist because that's the essence of being a sexist. The moment you take a woman and try to make her into a man because you're, I'm going to say... Insecure about her abilities to do a man's world, be in a man's world, and look good doing it. Right. And sometimes better than the men. Right. Anyway. So, of course, you know, she, of course, has to, you know, the Conti actually has to put a response in her, you know, in the, in the paper that she's writing for. Uh, no one asked me to attend the event. I went there because I wanted to check it out. As soon as I stepped into the convention center, I resented the fact that I had forked over my cash on top of gas money and parking for a mission to a garage sale. Palm Beach County's <laughs> comics enthusiasts deserve better.
0: They make a better con. Well,
1: I don't, th- you know what, I don't, then go to a better con. Right. Like if, if you're going to go your first event, if you're going to go to your first Comic-Con, or any kind of con, mm-hmm. okay, going to the local one, you kind of expect it not to be as, Star-ridden as, let's say, our Philadelphia Comic Con, right, or the San Diego Comic Con, right, or the New York Comic con yes. or the, or Dragon Con, yeah. Like, there's bigger conventions out there,
0: right, right. You know, like, and, and you have to far travel further for them, but I mean, sometimes it's worth it to go out I, further just to those cons, just to see certain actors and maybe well, something that's or, not there, you know, see in a normal con, or
1: just not even just try to get the the true experience of going to a con, right? Because you went to a rinky-dink con, which is just as good it's a bunch of people getting together and having a good time and wearing cosplays and selling whatever tchotchkes they got yeah you know it's about having a good time and because you didn't even want to be there in the first place you gotta go slamming people for it right i mean mean, if if you're not really into comic books
0: then it's really pointless for you to go
1: yeah i mean it seems like i'm just gonna go see what all this hubbub is about and i'm just gonna pick this one because it's probably cheap it's probably like 30 bucks to get in right she had to drive, ooh, in Palm Beach. I'm sure the traffic is murder there. You know? <laughs> and then wander around and see people, you know, having a good time. And granted, not being as high upper scale as, let's see, like I said, San Diego yeah. or Dragon Con. But you're there to have fun. And she obviously didn't have fun. And she took it out on inner writing. Right. And that's the
0: thing. I mean, you make it what, what you do. I mean, sometimes you go to these cons and it's like, right away you're kind of like, oh, it's kind of dingy. But then... You see stuff, and you're like, you get excited, and you talk to people, and you're like, you know, you know, start like having bonds and hanging out with your friends and laughing at stuff, or uh, you bad. know, having a good time, and then it's like, hey, this was a great day, like fun.
1: The way I put it is, comic cons are like sex: the more you put in, the more you get out. There you go. Yeah, you know, best way to look at it. Okay. How 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 into it you are is what you're going to get out of it. Exactly. I mean, because, I mean, how many times have we stood in line and made bunch of friends? Yeah. And by
0: the same token... Because we, we make eye contact. <laughs> that's the
1: problem. Or we get that creepy guy that going, Hi, are you here for Bruce Campbell? He's awesome. He's great. Hi. <laughs> I don't meet me this close to your personal space. Hi.
0: I can smell the sweat off of you.
1: Would you like a mint? <laughs> Where's William Shatner at?
0: Especially when we're in the middle of a conversation about something, and then they
1: just bust into it, and you're like... Yeah, so we're just having a kind of a conversation. So what do you want to do for lunch? Excuse me. I just heard you mentioning lunch. Um, do you know what Brent Spiner had for lunch? <laughs> uh, no? no. Well, let me tell you, it was tuna fish. <laughs> I thought that being odd on a sunny day. Wouldn't the mayo spoil it?
0: <laughs> Chris Spiner's first question is, how do you know what he had for lunch? Because I watch him. <laughs> I thought so. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so basically, after getting slammed, the uh, actual the New Times, who she, who she writes for, actually, <laughs> they you can read the there's a full article about the full apology, but they're kind of summing up. They said, we sincerely apologize to anyone and everyone who was upset. <laughs> it was not our intention to mock or insult. It bums us out to be in this tiff with you because New Times has... For years and years, supported local comic and anime conventions. We've done numerous stories and overwhelming number la- uh, number laudatory. So please accept our apology.
0: So they sent somebody who had no interest in going. She yeah. she just blah blah blah. You know, like, I don't care.
1: Just, or someone just pissed on her cornflakes. I mean, it's like okay, yeah. I work for this. I want to be. I want to be a journalist. I want to be Lois Lane. <laughs> you know. <laughs> I want to be the intrepid reporter. Send me to a Comic-Con. And they're like, okay, well, you can go to a Comic-Con. There's one coming up soon. You know, the the, the con What's it about? Well, it's a convention. Will there be stars there? Probably not. usually isn't, but we support it because we're supportive of cosplayers and the whole comic books and anime scene. But, you know, go out and have fun. What? Fun? What's that? <laughs> I'm an intrepid reporter. <laughs> So she does want to get. It. She probably had to get up early. She probably got. Ga- Obviously, she got gas. Yeah. So she was probably. Oh shit! I gotta drive out to Palm, you know, Palm County, and I only have half a tank of gas. <laughs> At least I can write it off on my tax expense report. <laughs> <laughs> and then she drives out there, and it's a bunch of dweebs like us going, "Hey, how you doing? <laughs> hey, you want to think like Spider-Man? <laughs> what do you think, a black cat?" Come on, <laughs> show me your boobs. Show me your <laughs> boobs. Of course, we're not like that. I'm just. <laughs> you're like, uh, hi. Not even that. She's like, hey, how you doing? Because you figure, like, it's the one place where everyone's there that kind of has the same kind of social status as you.
0: Yeah. Awkward.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you know, kind of, you know, dweebish, and you go, look, I like Superman. You like Batman. Okay, we, we can get along. Yeah. You know, we will
0: get along this afternoon. Yeah, but tomorrow I'm going to kick your ass. Yeah, you're DC,
1: Mount Marvel. No big deal. We're all because we all love the comic industry. Because I was a social outcast as a kid, and so were you. So that makes us bonded buddies. (laughs) But the moment we walk out this door, fuck you, because I don't know you. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck you. And I see a post on the YouTube
0: channel about some superhero thing, and I'm just going to argue with you. (laughs) Yes. Even though we spent three hours together in line waiting I'm, for, <laughs> waiting for a character actor that was hung over from the night before and came two hours late for the sightings, yeah. and then had to make it short because he had to get on the plane for his next movie or something.
1: Or even better is, you know, you're always hanging on somebody because let's say you're in, you're in, you know you're in the line to go see like let's say Shatner. Yeah. We both saw them. Yeah. Standing there and we were strangers. Oh man, Star Trek is great. Whoa, oh, William Shanders awesome. Blah, blah, blah. And we spend like the whole time in line. But there's usually something that sets the other person off going, you know what? I really liked when he sung Rocket Man. <laughs> Fuck you! <laughs> what planet are you from, you moron? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And then right away the line has been drawn. Yeah. You are dead to me. Rocket Man, (laughs) nerd. (laughs) You walk away. Lihu Zaha.
0: Did you get Shatner's autograph? No. What
1: happened? It was a big fight in the line. What happened? I heard some douches fighting over Rocket Man. Really? I like that song. Shatner's version. Yeah. (laughs) Fuck you. Get out of my house now that's it I want a divorce (laughs) why Rocket Man there's only one Rocket Man that's Stewie Griffin's version (laughs) but you know he's just doing the William Shannon I don't care it's (laughs) Stewie Griffin (laughs) All right. so what else you got
0: Commissioner Gordon just scored his own Batman free TV series on
1: Fox I don't know about this one you don't know Okay, so basically what you're saying is Commissioner Gordon's got a TV show. Yep. On Fox.
0: Gotham Central.
1: Is it called Gotham Central?
0: I don't know. There's a comic series called Gotham Central. I should read this more. Yes.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's actually just called Gotham. Gotham. Which tells the origin stories of Commissioner James Gordon and the villains that made Gotham famous. (laughs) So you're going to see like Joker year one? I guess so. Like... Riddler. We need a vigilante
0: to get us out of this situation here.
1: Yeah, like okay, you have the Riddler. What's it going to be like? Riddler Year One, where he just some, does some knock knock jokes to start off with. <laughs> knock knock, who's there? That's not the Riddler. But no, he has to build up to become the Riddler. That's what I'm he's saying. He's knock knock man. No, no, he's he's called the Riddler, but he doesn't he doesn't really he doesn't even have the mole of, of the Riddler yet. He's just Joe Average. Or Edward Nigma, Yeah. Okay? <laughs> and he tells knock-knock jokes as he's committing crimes. You know, knock-knock, who's there? The diamonds are the depository. That's what I stole. You know, like, just something stupid. You know? <laughs> just, just, that's it. Like, they're really just dumb knock-knock jokes. You can see,
0: like a, like, a, like, a, like, a patrolman sitting there going... That's a stupid name for a character. Riddler should be called
1: Captain Obvious because he just gave exactly. like, the punchline. <laughs> so then all of a sudden, you know, he, and like, I, I don't get how. Okay, first, I don't really think, I, I, again, Alfred! I don't know how positive this would actually be a show. I mean, they say it's on Fox, though. I, yeah. mean, <sighs> I mean, Fox has been known to go, yeah, we'll, we'll give it to the show and then do a pilot and it's not going to sell. I mean, what kind of.
0: I don't see any excitement at all. I mean, unless you see... I mean,
1: though, Gotham Central, the, the actual comic was decent because it got to see how the cops interact in the world of Gotham with Batman there. Okay. So it wasn't like, you know, but they didn't, they didn't see Batman. Like, Batman was like the omnipresent figure. Mm-hmm. But you would see them committing, you know, like solving crimes or doing regular police work. It was kind of like the Hill Street Blues of Gotham City. Okay. Where they go about their daily day, day routine And let's say, you know what, Joker's going to kill millions of people. Well, he's not the only bad guy in town who's handling let's say the penguins doing some sort of drug running thing. Right. You know, well the cops are handling that. Mm -hmm. So, I don't know. Like, I don't know. I mean, it might be an interesting show to watch, but I mean, if it's going to be Batman free, I mean, I'm not saying like, I don't want to see Batman on the show. Right. But if they're going to be like, oh, well, this is Commissioner Gordon's origin story, it's probably not going to have Batman even as a I'm the present figure. Remember how, like, that show Birds of Prey? Right. Batman was somehow mysteriously missing. Yes. But you knew he was there, in a way. Right. Same with Joker, because they actually had Mark Hamill do the voice of the Joker in the opening episode. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like you knew that these bad guys were in town, you just never saw them because other shit's going on. Right. So, I don't know.
0: That didn't really last either, so.
1: Yeah, 13 episodes, and I I, I have it on DVD. Oh, that kid's unwatchable. It is so unwatchable. It's unwatchable. The only reason why I got it, though, and I got it real cheap, too, was because it has... When they were trying to promote the show, they had... Um, the animated series was still kind of going on. Okay. So what they did was they had um, the Girls of Gotham, basically. It was Harley Quinn, played, voiced by the girls who do the show. Right. The animated show. So they had, like, little vignettes on the web. Well, they put all those episodes on the DVDs. Oh, ah. So I was like, well, that's that's kind of worth it to me. Like, seeing Harley Quinn interact with Poison Ivy, mm. interacting with Catwoman, interacting with Batgirl, you know. So, I mean, it was to me, that was worth it. But the bad acting on the show, no, not at all. <laughs> all right, so uh, do you want to take a break and come back with a little tech news and some TV talk? Sounds good to me. All right. So we will be right back. Again, you're listening to Sean and Ed on Geeksters on AquanetRadio.com. And for those who are care enough you're also listening watching us on UStream. just search out everybody search out aquanet radio and you'll see us and you can type in comments make fun of us like i do to Ed on a daily basis (laughs) you know fun stuff like that so until then uh, we'll take a little break and we'll see you in a bit we'll be back and that's why she doesn't call him donkey Kong anymore she calls him Donkey Dong.
0: Wow. Yeah, I No know. way. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know we're back on the air?
1: Oh, really? Yeah. I never would have guessed. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that was part two. Yes. Bitch. <laughs> hey, I hate that. I just thought the whole would irritated me. Yes. Hey, it's my first con, and I expected so much more. Then go to a real con. <laughs> Don't go to one of the Ricky dink ones. <laughs> I haven't even heard of it. Palm Con? Well, it's they're probably their local, you know. Yeah. Probably their local, like, you know, thing they do. Right. Because maybe Wizard World has, like, Wizard World Miami. I, you know I don't think they even do. Like, no. Um,
0: I don't think that's, yeah.
1: So maybe Palm Con is, like, their version of Dragon Con, or, like, the low-end budget. They just don't have, like, famous people showing up.
0: Yeah. Maybe so, they're just trying to get people to come down there.
1: Yeah. I mean, it could be a new thing. I don't know how long it's been around. I think I if, mean, we had, if we had an Alfred, we would have Googled it. All right. You know, like, hey, Alfred, how long has PopCon been in business? Because it could only be, like, their third or fourth year, so they haven't gotten the steam.
0: Yeah, yeah, I mean, no. I mean, if it's, a, if it's in Palm Beach, for like we think it is, I think it would be a pretty nice car.
1: Sure, sunny, at least. Yeah. yeah. Nice yeah. weather. Well, on that on that note, <laughs> we're going to, you know, lead into uh, what part three was tech news. Yes. And then, you know, tech news and TV talk. Yes, TV talk. TV talk where we talk Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. a little bit more. I give a little blurb about Blacklist, and it brings up Fangasm. No, we still got to do the part three intro. Yeah, I'm just teasing part two, uh, part three with the part two part. Okay. Like, hey, you're not done yet. You got part three, and in part three we talk about this stuff, and wackiness ensues, and we talk about Fangasm, and we talk about Blacklist, and we talk about Agents Marvel of Marvel S.H.I.E.L.D., and Ed does some tech talk. There you go. And how kids hacked into an iPad. Ooh, all fancy schmancy shit. <laughs> We make jokes about it.
0: There you go. But if you want to contact Sean on anything we've talked about, or just want to talk to him, you can contact Sean at wordswithgeeks.com.
1: Or you can contact Ed at
0: at wordswithgeeks.com. Or you can always go to our Facebook page, Geeksters, and like us.
1: And, of course, as always, go to AquanetRadio.com on Sundays. Listen to us live on 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time to 10. Or you can stream us on AquanetRadio.com. You can also... Maybe every once in a while, will check those on ustream.com yes. where we stream the show live for those people who are listening live at the moment. Or you can just, you know, after you're done, when you listen to these breakdowns, go to com to either stream the podcast version of the show or go to iTunes to download it. There you go. All right, and on that note, we'll see you uh, in part three.